Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade. Bob. Hey, Bob. He's a four-time tire rotation champion. When he was a baby, his first words were automatic transmission fluid. Bob's so cool, he has engine coolant running through his veins. And then there's Kyle, also known as premium unleaded. Legend has it that Kyle can change your oil with his toes and that he can tell your tire's air pressure just by how you're walking. He's Bob, he's Kyle, and every Saturday morning they morph together to form the greatest superhero known to man, Mr. Mechanic. Check engine lights don't stand a chance. This is the Mr. Mechanic Show on 1110 KFAB. Good Saturday morning to you. This is the Mr. Mechanic Show. This is your call-in show. Why don't you give us a call? We'll give you the top couple answers to uh, help you fix that car that you've got going on. 558-1110 is the numbers to get in. Get in early before everybody starts packing the lines, and uh, we want to make make sure we get to your call. So I'm Bob. Sitting next to me always is Kyle. So we're here to answer your questions and get it solved. Right, Kyle? Yeah. All right. We know a thing or two about cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. We've, we've been around the block. Yeah. We are uh, Buchanan Service Centers, 50th and Dodge, 80th and Dodge, and uh, Guaranteed Brakes, 49th Avenue and Dodge. We do brakes and suspension and alignments there. So, Exhaust. Exhaust. You know, we just do it all. We do, we do it all but body work. But, Done some body work. Well, yeah, but we don't, you know. Yeah. I'm not a painter. I'm not. I'm not a lot of things on the body side. Oh. <laughs> Swing a hammer though. So I can. So I can make dance. I yeah. can make dance. I just have a hard time. I can keep them. a body shop in business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we got great recommendations of people to send you to. So don't worry about that. You know, here, here's an interesting article. Article I ran across. Kyle was a guy had used his new EV truck to tow their Mustang. They were, they were going to go to a meet. A was Mustang. it an EV Mustang? Nope. Electric towing. Electric? Nope. This is the old gas powered. So. Uh, Right off the bat, he's conflicted. Okay. So he had to uh, needs help. Yeah, he started <laughs> off in Ohio somewhere, and I think he was going to the uh, hot rod meet in California, from what the map looks like. And uh, okay, he towed it for twenty seven hundred miles, so he made it. Sure. At a hundred miles, uh, had to recharge every hundred miles. Well, that would get annoying. Completely. Yeah. You get a lot of bathroom breaks in there, though. You know. Well, <laughs> that's like riding a motorcycle. It's you like got... going on vacation with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's uh, another bathroom. We're driving through a city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you you got to yeah. twenty seven hundred miles and a hundred miles at a shot. That is, uh, I guess that was maybe seventy to... stops. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I I couldn't do it. I could not do it. They're just that's a level of patience that I have not achieved. No, I haven't achieved that either. I because I, I, I mean you're stopping for what a half hour at a time on a quick charge, an hour on a long charge. You'd have to leave a month early. I know. I, I don't have that much. I don't have that much time in my life to waste that much time. We got to get this guy on the phone. 
<laughs> I don't know if he was doing it to do it or if he was doing it because. Yeah, is this a social experiment? Uh, no, it was a it was a thirteen twenty video. That's where it was at. Oh yeah. So yeah, it was somebody. Guys. Yeah, somebody doing something, and it probably had to prove what it actually was and what it actually time that it took. But um, I would just kind of you know. I can find better ways informationally to waste my time. You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, you, you just you hardly even get up to speed before you got to pull back over a hundred miles. But anyway, I just thought that yeah. was interesting. Jeez. So. Well, I guess somebody had to do it. Yeah, well, somebody, yeah, somebody was going to have to do it. And I think I did read somewhere the other day they did have a trailer hooked to one, um, like, like a camper. Okay. And uh, of course, they had, they had two two vehicles. One was a diesel, and one was a battery powered. And of course, we know the diesel went forever. Yeah. And the other one made it about, uh, oh, about 50 miles. Had to charge. So as long as you're not going camping very far. Wow. You're okay. I guess. <laughs> I don't not going camping in my electric vehicle. <laughs> then you get to the campsite and you got to charge the thing the entire time. Well, yeah. Well, there's enough brownouts at a camp outside anybody, you know, with it being 100 degrees and everybody using their air conditioner and it all turning on at the same time that the power surge is terrible sometimes. Can you imagine if your electric cars are plugged in? They're just going to have to. Yeah. A campsite goes from first world to third world in a hurry. It does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. People start throwing stuff when the air conditioning don't work. You know, and then uh, so they'll have to upgrade all the electrical, which is probably not a bad idea. But now then mm. your camping spots are going to be from 35 or probably going to jump to 65 because you got to spend. I would bet more than that. 50 grand in order to uh, get stuff yeah. wired to a certain point. So. I don't know. That stuff's expensive. You just don't know. I, I do see, you know, I, I, driving around town, I do see some cars. Um, like, you, you can tell when they got a new load of vehicles in. Sure. And uh, all of a sudden the lot's empty, and then all of a sudden the lot's full. Okay. And then uh, and then the lot's empty again. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it goes Everybody's quick. calling. It's been on hold for a month. Hey, we got a car. I'll be right down. I'd be right down. Yes. I noticed the uh, the, the Ford dealer dro- I drove by the other day was kind of scarce. And today, today when I drove by, there was trucks everywhere. Yeah. So they must have got a I was seeing couple a thing of, on, of trucks in. Online, I was doing some brief light reading in my off time this week. <laughs> oh. And uh, Apple's making a car. I did see that a little bit. Yeah. First Apple product with Windows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're kind of coming to that stage in the world where, you know, like back in the turn of the last, not the last century, but the century before, anybody with an assembly line was making a car. And I mm-hmm. mean, is that happening now? With I mean, when am I going to be able to get my Milwaukee M18 car? I know it. I know. Well, yeah, we were back to, you know, we've done that article before. I think uh, you know, Black and Decker getting into things. Well, yeah. And Hoover used to make all the vacuum. Frigidaire used to have a car. Yeah. All the vacuum cleaner people did. Yeah. I figured if you can uh, have a vacuum cleaner yeah. on four wheels, I. Well, it's my just... 2002 Bissell. Yeah. Bissell. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll make a street sweeper. Well, you know, yeah, and then, <laughs> then, you know, and that that should be right up their alley with all that technology. It's sure. just a matter of uh, uh, of them making. I'm surprised it didn't come out now. Yeah, part of the problem, and I, and I, re- I read a little bit about this too, is is with all the electric cars. A lot of these upstarts that are trying to make it and trying to get going haven't been established like the big three have, and the big three are got it more down as far as all the logistics and everything. So they'll figure it out. 
Yeah. It's just a matter of want. Well, want is need. It's just a matter of how long it's going to be before they actually go bankrupt. Yeah. So, you know, I know Rivian's having, you know, they're they're hemorrhaging money a little bit trying to get those sold. Lucid, the, the other ones, Hazard, they're trying to get those solved and they got, you know, quality product problems and they're trying to get that. But every day that goes by, there's another million dollars down the down the tubes. So mm-hmm. as you start selling, until you start selling cars, you're not making any of that profit back. They just got to make something cool. Because, I mean, like, let's let's just work off of this vacuum cleaner company, mm-hmm. Automobile. I mean, essentially, I mean, you all have that little clear canister vacuum cleaner. Yeah. It's basically a jet engine that's electric. Yeah, you should be able to tip that sideways and make one. Make a Batmobile-looking thing. Yeah. Why not? I'd buy it. Yeah. I'd at least look into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd test drive it for sure, but... <laughs> Not well, sure yeah. what would come out the back of it as you're driving down some of these streets. Can you imagine that in New York with all the trash and stuff yeah. going around, blowing yeah. through your vacuum cleaner car? <laughs> the guy behind you would really be, I mean, a dirt road, you know, out of the question. Yeah, and, and there you need to worry about your bumpers because all the bumpers get beat up there in New York City. Yeah. I, I found now, They don't got the bumpers like they used to on cars. No, they don't. That's why the checkered cab lasted so long. Though. Yeah. Yeah, you could bang them and, and just watch them go move back. It just moved the car a little bit, but really wouldn't hurt anything. No, those were a, now with the plastic things. Yeah, now with the plastic things and and, and uh, parking being short in New York City, it it's not anything to have. You just yeah, every car is a demolition derby car there. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I have to take a trip there sometime. And they got they got places out now that you can just order. I think we've done it once, once or twice. I don't remember. Oh, how that bumper company that sends them to you painted. Yeah. The last one I got from there, I mean, it took me longer with a heat gun trying to straighten the thing out because yeah. they vacuum seal them and you lose the entire shape of the bumper. Yeah. I mean, and I they was... match pretty close, but they don't match perfect. No, they There's don't. There's nothing like a guy local no. doing your doing the paint and painting it all like it should be. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, I could see how that would be a benefit if you're there. If and you're going through bumpers left and right, sure. Yeah, you could just take it off and put a new one on all of a sudden and then sell it. You yeah. got a brand new car. Oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break on the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110 the numbers to get in, and uh, we'll be back in a minute. Are you a mechanic who just doesn't feel like a mechanic anymore? Yeah, yeah. Do you find yourself unable to last as long under the hood? Uh-huh. That's right. Or are you just not interested in rotating tires anymore? Hey! I'd go weeks and weeks without doing an oil change. The car would come in and just sit there, and of course we'd look at each other. I knew what was expected of me, being a mechanic and all, but I just wasn't in the mood. Does this sound like you? Yes! Well, you might be suffering from MD, or mechanic dysfunction. But now, thanks to science and wasted grant money, there's hope for millions of mechanics around the world, which is why we're proud to introduce Mechanic All, the medically unproven answer to mechanic dysfunction. After I took Mechanic All, I felt like a new mechanic. I was rotating tires and changing oil faster than ever before. I was even finishing before the car was even off the jack. Millions of mechanics around the world are finding their love for lug nuts again. All thanks to Mechanical. So what are you waiting for? If you're a mechanic in need of a little ignition to spark your passion for brake pads, try Mechanical. And your lady will love it. Disclaimer, this drug has not been tested or approved by any credible source, and I would highly recommend not taking it. 
Okay, we are back on the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110 is the numbers to get in and fill up those lines so we can answer your questions. We're going to head over. We've got a couple people, so we're going to head over to Larry. Got a 14 Silverado. Larry, what's going on today? Well, I was wondering, um, I've been hearing a lot about the fuel management system or electronic fuel management that switches from eight cylinders to four cylinder. My 2014, I'm the third owner, it's got 87,000 miles, and I'm just a little bit concerned whether I should get a, uh, you know, the product to pump the flight in so it, it uh, shuts off the fuel management system where you can drive in fifth gear rather than sixth gear. I'm really worried about a big expense c- coming up, possibly. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they have. Uh, I think that there is a, a a kit that you can you can program around it. Yeah, you can pro- you can go around it. Um, I mean, is it going to be beneficial, yay or nay? Because you've already got mileage on it and you've been using it, so the wear is there. Mm-hmm. I mean, will it save you from this expense? And maybe. Yeah, and then you. There's there's things that you can plug into the uh, data link connector underneath the dash there that will kind of disable that through the computer, and you can right. you can certainly do that. I mean, like, just like Kyle said though, you've got X amount of time on the lifters, so the lifters could still fail. And I um, mean, we don't see a, an incredible amount. We see it, but yeah. not like an every week thing. I mean, yeah. my truck has that particular thing, and I got two hundred and forty thousand on it, and it's never been touched. Right. So, I mean, as long as you keep up on your maintenance, oil change, keep a good set of plugs in there, I mean, essentially you'll be fine. I mean, it's proven itself so far. But, I mean, yeah, they do have issues. But, mm-hmm. and not I mean, a- we've read about it on the Internet, but we don't know the history of the automobile that this happened on. Was the oil change regularly? Were they using right. the right oil? I mean, does this thing have original spark plugs that are wiped out in there causing gas to wash down? I mean, there's a lot of factors involved in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and then if it does fail, you can go in through and, and do a delete, and it's it just your mileage will probably suffer a little bit, but not greatly. Well, if it does fail, won't it fail catastrophically, or I'll just notice a failure? Then I can go ahead and plug in the device. No, no. You're going to see a misfire. You'll have a flashing check engine light. You can shut the engine down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you do what you're doing now, you plug in a device to, to kind of kill them, that, they'll try to help you. Maybe prolong it a little bit longer, but it, there is no rhyme or reason other than like what Kyle just mentioned. But do you drive? Can, do you drive in town a lot, or are you on the highway all the time? Uh, mainly, um, I'm retired, so it's mainly pulling a camper. Okay, so it's you a, are a using this system on the highway. Yeah, it's, it's right. I they do. I've got a friend of mine that that's got a 2018, and he's concerned about it. Another friend of mine just bought a 2021. And they're still having the issue, mm-hmm. so it's kind of disheartening that they've let it go this long. I guess, but yeah, I wish they would have um, done something different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's just you're right. They should have been able to to get a handle on that. And then some. Not every vehicle has it. Um, certain motors or certain engines don't have it. I imagine that 14 you got has probably has a 5.3 in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, six two. It's six two. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, I, I've got a six two also, and, and mine does not have active fuel management. Um, and the way to check it, if you want, is it is uh, you can run the VIN and uh, call the dealership and just ask them. You know, give them the last. Well, one. I do, I do have the light that turns on when it goes okay. to four cylinder. Okay, so you do have it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not everybody had it, and uh, you know, mine's a mine's a, I think a thirteen. Yeah, mine's a thirteen and does not have it. So some of the six twos in in certain package and levels uh, did not have it, which is probably one of the reasons I'm keeping it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The friend yeah. Of, the friend of mine that just bought the the twenty one, um, there were there were some bad lifters that were sent right from the factory, yeah. and they were supposed to correct that before they uh, ever were sold. So, and he called when he was buying this truck, and they said, yes, yours is one that was not, didn't have the bad lifters, but I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're pretty good at tracking that right down to the day. And yeah, you get a bad batch here and there. Yeah, right, right right, down to the day, right to the hour that those went in or didn't go in. So, they, they can nail it down pretty hard. Uh, well, this is, this is a high country, and I love the truck. I love the motor. I mean, it's a... It's a killer motor, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love the power in the six two. It really is, really is, especially with the trans. I mean, the, what you have, the actually what you have more that's more common in that truck is that eight speed transmission. Or do you have a six? You have a six? Uh, I got a I got a six speed. Oh, good. So you got you got you got the yeah you got the best of all the better transmission. Uh, yeah. six speed is yeah eight speeds had a lot of problems with uh, shifting problems and shutter problems in it and. GM has gone through, I think, probably four or five different upgrades in transmission fluid. I think the latest one they've got has has gotten rid of the shutter in it. Um, okay. Yeah. No, I think if um, I think I'm skipping the eight speed. If I if I go if I go get rid of mine, I'm going to go from That's a lot six, of gears. I'm going to go to ten. Ten doesn't seem to have near the problems that the eights did. And six yeah. six wears out too but they're i'm going 15 yeah i'm getting a ken oh yeah i get a kenworth yeah, yeah. jamming gears so <laughs> yeah just keep I the oil be in halfway it. to lincoln through before i'm through the gears <laughs> <laughs> just maintenance it the best you can and uh you know there's just it's a little bit of a luck of the draw all right well thanks for your information guys i appreciate it yeah not a problem appreciate the call yeah you know everybody does something a little bit different to try to well, then they're always changing things. Remember, like, way back in the day, like, every car company had, like, three transmissions, and that was it? Yeah. Four different engines maybe to pick from. And well, they kept it that way for, like, ten years. Yeah, and I think that's how you're getting your mileage out of the uh, out of the new, new ones. They've got ten speeds. Yeah. Which, which doesn't always go through all ten speeds, by the way. It, it'll it skip a speed depending on your your throttle response on the, uh, on the engine. So it might go one, three. Oh, yeah, if you punch it right off the line, I mean, you're – Shifting every other gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on down, you might skip two, three, but you got ten available, and then you're eventually going to make it to ten if you're running down the highway. Yeah, and you know, or and if you're towing something, maybe it backs down to to eight. And you know, I was I had one on the computer the other day, and I was I forget what it was even. And you're driving the thing like a normal person. I mean, the thing it never gets above twenty two hundred RPMs. I mean, just do 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 shifting. Mm-hmm. And that and that's what's going to help out with your mileage. Yeah. I would I can routinely get mine higher than that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I've ridden with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you got that big motor in there. I just You got to see what it can do. Yeah. This is an enduro at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I see no reason not to put my foot to the floor. Yeah, that's the good thing about being able to fix everything. <laughs> you can just beat the hell out of it. Yeah. We're going to know what this can handle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No gray area here. All right. Well, we had another call that uh, just got hung up a little bit, but he wanted to know kind of what it was to charge an electrical vehicle. And there's various different 
formulas that I have kind of seen. Mm-hmm. I think we've kind of come up with it's about twenty some odd dollars per half hour, yeah, give or take. When you're where you're at in the style of charger, there's quick chargers, there's chargers that take a little bit longer. Around twenty to thirty dollars, I think, was the average that we found. Yeah, and but uh, there's there's more than just charging up your vehicle and driving it. There's more of the of the backside that's that's going on to get that. Mm-hmm. So you you got other things that that factor into that. I mean, we seen the pictures the other day of uh, <laughs> of of the guy charging the electric car, and uh, it's out in the middle of kind of nowhere. And behind the electric car charger is what what's that? Gas that's generator. Diesel generator. <laughs> it's a diesel generator. So the diesel generator is <laughs> powering the electric side of it, powering the electric generator, so it it can power the car. So by the time you factor that in, you're probably getting, you know, seven miles to the gallon on your electric charge. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to, you know, there's other things that you're burning along with it, coal and coming through. And electricity is so inefficient to run from the power plant through the lines to, yeah, to, to wherever. That's why you got boosters, in order to get the get everything down the line. So, yeah. So that's kind of what we think it is right at the moment is about 20 per half hour so give or take where you're at different yeah. states different prices and your car i suppose yeah, some of them car. charge quicker and faster and whether you're a half you know charge or it makes a lot of sense i don't know i'm just there's a lot of unknown questions that that i have not been able to read the answers to so it's just kind of a coming about so all right five five eight eleven ten is the numbers to get in and we're going to take a quick break and be back in a minute All right, we are back in the Mr. Mechanic Show. 558-1110 numbers to get in. And uh, Terry's been waiting patiently, so we'll just head right over there. 08 Expedition. Terry, what's going on? Oh, I just bought the vehicle, and it has about 122,000 miles, and it uh, seems to run pretty good. Uh, I was just wondering what your advice is as far as the tune-up goes. I don't believe it's ever had spark plugs, and uh, from what I've seen, uh, it sounds like spark plugs are kind of a not a real easy job on a it has, it has a five four I guess I should say too. Mm-hmm. Well, that one shouldn't but, uh, be too terribly bad. Does that got the one piece or the two piece, pal? Spark plug. I honestly, yeah. I, I honestly don't piece. know. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Kyle says that's a one piece, so that's not too terrible bad. Yeah, they're not going to break off on you. Yeah, the, if you get a little later models, the, they get the two piece spark plugs, which are a large pain. So yeah, um, you know, I think I'm probably pulling the easiest and closest spark plug to it cylinder number one cylinder number one and see just what the plugs look like you know that's if, a good if, idea if they look good i think i'm screwing it back in and, and not messing with it um if they're all worn out then then maybe got to open a can and open them up and do it you can't open a what can is of, that well it, it, what is that go ahead what is the what, what is the most amount of miles you've ever seen on original plugs and the vehicle still run good yet oh god Couple oh, hundred thousand, maybe? yeah, a couple hundred thousand, easily two fifty, probably is is uh, kind of kind of amazing, kind of amazing, isn't it? Towards well, the old days, where... it is, it is. Well, because everything was a resistor, a resistor plug, and it was just a piece of metal, and it just every spark that came off of it just wore that resistor metal piece away, that electrode mm-hmm. away. And now, when you've got platinum and iridium, and they've even got one out, I don't remember what that was. It, you just don't. Kryptonite. 
I pulled plugs on one just this morning that had 172,000 miles on a General Motors that had Iridium plugs in it. and Can't even see they're worn. Can't even see that they're worn. So, you know, we kind of put it back in. And, and as soon as it misfires and one goes bad, we'll replace them all um, and go through there. But for right now, I, it just they look okay. Now, the biggest thing with that particular truck in doing the, the spark plugs is that Ford, in their infinite wisdom, decided to only put about three or four threads in the cylinder head, um, where the spark plug has probably about ten threads. So make sure that when you get them, you, you kind of get them snug and tight. Not over tight, but just kind of snug. because if they, Those are one that you use the torque spec. Yeah. 25 foot pounds. Yeah, use the torque spec on them. Otherwise, it, it can knock out those, those uh, threads, and it can have a bigger problem. Which, yeah. Which is not a problem because we we own the kit that fixes it. So uh, if you have a problem, let us know. We can we can yeah, fix we'll it, get it for done. you too. Yeah, I've, I've I've heard that the five fours they they don't have a real good reputation overall, do they? Really? Uh, well, for spark plugs, no, no. Tidings. They went from not being able to keep plugs in the head to plugs that wouldn't come out of the head to redesigning it all to a fairly all right. Yeah, yeah. Once they five went four. to the yeah once they went to that Coyote motor, um, the V eight they really seemed to kind of fix all their problems. Took 10, 12 years, but then they, they got her done. Timing chains okay. back in that time were kind of a big problem, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they, they had a... And I guess cam phaser issues, too, I've heard, right? Yep. Yeah, they'll start to sound like a diesel. Yep. Rattling around and all kinds of noise. The guides will break, and then the phasers just go right after it. And We don't do near as many as we used to. We used no. to do a lot of them, but we just don't do near as much. So, okay, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very yeah, much. Absolutely. Appreciate the call. All right, we're going to head over to David. David's got an 18 Duramax. David, what's going on? Well, I haven't had it 30 days, and uh, it got like a screaming, whistle, whistling noise up under the right-hand side of the hood. And, you know, you'd be driving, you can hear it, and it'll stop it to go. Well, the dealership had it. Uh, now they still got it. And... They had a GM to come look at it, and it's not the turbo, and then they thought it was the air filter, but they boxed, and they changed that, and they said we'll do a smog test, and and my question is, uh, they haven't called me back yet, and I don't know what they found out, and I'm thinking about trading. They got a couple other ones I might just trade, and my truck is white, and it's black, and I know the black is nice, but uh, it's hard to keep clean, but yes, I don't know what opinion on should i just keep letting them try to figure this out or else just trade mine in since i haven't had it that long for 30 i have it 30 days and uh since i should trade it on one of the black ones yeah well let me tell you i got a black truck and you got to run the air conditioner when it's 65 degrees outside because when the sun comes out it just gets blazing hot, hot. you got a microwave yeah. on you got a microwave i don't think i'm going to go back to black when i get to uh, my next truck <laughs> Yeah, I got a white truck. I do just fine. Yeah, I had a white truck before. I had a blue. I just, I just, you know, this one was such a deal that I couldn't pass up. But uh, it's, I, I'm not going back to black again on that one. Uh, yeah. You know, I think I would, I would probably hang tight just a little bit if it's a truck you like, and everything else looks great on it, and I mean, it really satisfies you as as far as everything else other than this noise. But being down that that road of trying to find a noise um, can be just drive you nuts not only for you but but for the mechanic and the technician too he wants to solve the problem but it's sometimes just 
not that obvious. And it is, well, it sometimes it turns out to be the most goofiest thing that you never would have thought. And it, right. it turns out that it's not just maybe one component, it's a combination of things. And then, yeah, I think I would probably, I mean, I, I understand where you're heading and you just want to get something to drive and, and don't want to have any other kind of problems with it. But it almost sounds like usually when you have a whistle and noise, it has some sort of there's an air leak. There's an air leak on a turbo, like a, a turbo hose or a turbo line or something like that, or an intercooler. But usually those those come from something that is a restriction, where it's it's a full flow when everything's flowing through. But when the air can't flow through, it's just it's kind of like a. It'll make a leak. Yeah, it's it's kind of like playing a harmonica, a guy that knows how to play it and a guy that can just blow through it and it just sounds terrible. You know, it, it it's just that sets up a certain harmonic. That's probably why they changed the air filter box because I've seen air filters cause a vibration mm-hmm. and, and cause a noise when you get... Especially on a turbo car. Especially on a turbo car. Well, they used to have older cars. I think it was an older Ford product. If you put a thinner air filter, it was a probe. I remember what it was. And oh, you, God. You put a, a cheap air filter in a probe, and it was all sorts of humming and buzzing going on. You go back and get a Ford air filter, which was much thicker, your noise went away. And, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, who would have thought air filters an air filter? But, you know, one is twice as thick as the other. And, yeah, it took us a while to figure out that noise because we changed oil, put an air filter in. All of a sudden, it has a noise we didn't have. And, we always back up to the last thing we did and went and got a good one. Noise went away. So, yeah, those things can just drive you nuts, and I and I appreciate where you're at. But personally, I would probably give them a little more time. It's 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 fixable. You just have to figure it out. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because like I said, I know they're supposed to do that smog of something, smoke, something smoke you know, that goes through there. Yep. Just see if they can find a leak or something. Yep. And uh, like I said, I don't know. I just been it's been a pain. But they gave me a loaner car, and it's been a pain. Cause, you know, me going back and forth and trying to call them, and they never called me. And I'm trying to call them what's going on with the truck, and you know, so if but, got yeah, a, I just want it. You know, if you got a loaner car, I think I would wait for them to call and want their loaner car back. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I would do. Yeah. yeah, but I got a I got a car trailer that I. And oh, I got gotcha. you. On the side, so you know, it, good thing it's it's too hot now. The grass not growing, but you well, know, you, could, you know, you go to yeah. a U-Haul and put a trailer hitch on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's not a good idea. I didn't but, tell you that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I guess I'll just give them a little more time and yeah. see what they come up with. They're, they're trying. They're, they're not keeping it from you because they don't want to fix it. It's just uh, we we've been there. We've done that. It just it drives you nuts for you and me. So. Right. Yeah. yeah, keep oh, with it a little well, bit. Okay, well, I appreciate the show, and I listen to it. I'm a, I listen to it every sat, on Saturday, I mean. Good. But, yeah. Well, we appreciate yeah. you listening. All right, thank you very much. You bet. Appreciate the call. All right, we're going to take a quick break on Mr. Mechanic Show, so hang tight. We'll be right back. All right, we are back in the Mr. Mechanic Show. We're going to head right into the call so we can get everybody answered. I think we're heading over to Quinton. Yeah, Quinton's got a 14 Ultima. Quinton, what's going on today? Hey, good morning, guys. Great show. Um, I am calling. I recently had a trouble code check engine light for cam position sensor. Uh, I went ahead and replaced that. Or There's two of them, so I replaced both of them. And the performance has gotten worse since I've done that. I have the uh, intermittent RPM surge followed by drop. And I haven't had my car die on me yet, but... I was wondering if there's 
what I've, what else it might be besides the sensors. Well, what makes you think the sensors are, are good? <laughs> well, <laughs> they're new. Where'd, so. you, where'd you get Well, you know what? Never, ever worked. That's what new means. Yeah. Where'd you get them okay. from? Where'd you get them from? I ordered them on Amazon. I, I okay. thought I got the premium brand, but uh, I suppose I, you don't know for sure what they send you. So, like I mentioned with the previous caller a little bit, you go, we go back to... So you had a problem, and now you created new problems. So you got to you got yes, to take a step back and say, I didn't have that problem before, but now I have it okay. now. So you you got one of two possibilities: either you do have two problems, or you put in parts that are not working right, and you've just created more problems. So what I would probably do, and they're not that expensive, really they're not, is uh, go out and buy a couple of Nissan ones and put them in. Okay. I will give that a shot. Now, in the off chance uh, that doesn't work, is there anything else that I can't imagine an actual camshaft is bad? I well, think a camshaft position sensor reads off the camshaft. Right. So, so if your camshaft sure. isn't in time, your cam sensor is going to be the one that points its finger and says this is a problem. Right. And you're going to get a code that says cam position sensor performance or cam position sensor fault or, you know, any one of these scenarios. Or change, yeah. Probably about five codes a cam sensor will set. Yep. So, I mean, if that doesn't create a problem, I mean, we got to look at actual timing. And, ma- and maybe before you go buy some new Nissan sensors, maybe take the ones that you took out and put them back in and see if it reverts back to the way it was without all the, the new problems that you got. Mm-hmm. And that, okay. that, will, that will help you kind of back engineer and back test it and say, okay, and I... Now I know those are bad, and this is back to my original problems. And, you know, you can eat, they're very common for cam oh, sensors. Yeah. Very, very common for cam sensors to go bad. You we always, always throw a crank sensor at them, too. Yeah. Cam yeah. sensors and throw a crank sensor in there. That way you're fresh new. The integrity of that system is back to bar. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're riding off both, and you got to have cam and crank correlation. That's why we're putting all those in there. And I've, I've had to go back to Nissan. And, and Oh, sure. We, we don't don't always get them that way because it's just convenient. But sometimes you got to go back to factory. Okay, perfect. I'll give that a shot. All right, sounds good. Thanks, call. All right, we're gonna head over to Andy. Andy's got a 08 Honda Accord. Uh, yeah, hi. I appreciate the show and I love the commercial. Um, yeah. And I was uh, so my daughter has an 08 Honda Accord that she bought probably three months ago, and the guy said, "Oh yeah, check it every thousand miles. You gotta add a little bit of oil." Sure. I mean, a little to me is a quarter of a quarter or something. Mm-hmm. But at a thousand miles, you got to add a full quart. And <clears throat> and as I looked it up, and eight through twelve on a straight four seems to go through quite a bit of oil. Mm-hmm. So it does have two hundred thousand miles on it. But we did a tune-up on it, and the plugs look great. I mean, no no corrosion, no foul out, nothing. So I'm not for sure where it's all going. But um, I was wondering, can I put a thicker oil in there, like a five thirty? Uh, you know, to kind of, I don't know, not run through so much oil or. Yeah, you're running what, 020 now? Uh, it's 520. It's a 5W20. Oh, yeah. So if you're going from. If you're going 520, from 530, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. If you're going to go 530, if you're going from 020 to 530, that's a, a bit of a stretch, but you can you can do that. But yeah, 20 to 30, you're fine. Yeah, is this what, four cylinder? Yes. Okay. Um, the two things that come to mind on, on those is you have a PCV, um, 
chamber, PCV valve and the PCV chamber can always can cause that particular car to burn some oil. Um, it, it's either going to leak it, it's going to burn it, and if it's not burning through the PCV system, in this chamber I'm talking about is a, it's kind of a, they call it like an oil trap. It's just yep. a oil trap. It's just, just kind a of vacuum a, box on the side of the engine. Yep. Yep, and if you look on the back side of the engine, you'll see if that's all leaking out on there, then more than likely you've got maybe an oil trap that's saturated and it's plugged and it's it's causing that particular problem to, to burn the oil. So look at that first and replace that along with the PCV valve. And mm -hmm. if not, yeah, you can always just raise the oil a little bit or you know, raise the oil a little bit, get a little thicker if you don't want to sure. go through all that. Right, okay. I did do the valve. And I did do that, but I didn't do that box you're talking about. So I'll definitely look at that. Yeah, look but at can it. I go with? Is that is a thousand? I mean, a a quart and a thousand miles. Is that? We should. I mean, is that kind of excessive here? Or oh, it's probably acceptable if you. It's probably acceptable if you go to the uh, the manufacturer. Oh sure. But uh, in in my book, no, it's it's too high. Okay. Yeah. Quart All right. Well, I yeah, quart every couple thousand. Quart every three thousand, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Well, I sure appreciate it. Thank you very much. You bet. All right. That's the end of the show, Kyle. Man, that went fast. Wow. Well, Every week it goes fast. I tell you what. We're getting there. we got to go for two, three, four hours next time. No. Yeah. <laughs> Especially on these 100-degree days. The studio's <laughs> feeling great. 558-1110 is the number to get in next week. I'm Bob. Kyle. We'll see you next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.